What's up, everybody? We are back in business. Before we get into talking about our favorite thing, which is craft beer and just shooting the shit, I'm going to go into our sponsors today. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Crazy Harry's Bar in Winnetka, California. It's a great craft beer bar offering a diverse array of craft beer on tap and in bottles, along with German-style bar bites, crazy-ass bartenders, and a really fun company. Check out their tap lists and events on Facebook or Untapped. You can follow them on Instagram at Crazy Harry's Bar. You can also type that into Untapped to check out what beers they have on and hit that notifications button so you get sent notifications on what great beer they've just put on. Um, today also brought to you by the Booze League. Let's face it, guys, you're already a pro in this league, so just go and check them out at boozeleague.com. That's B-O-O-Z-E. L-E-A-G-U-E.com. And lastly, brought to you by P&M Imports, a beer and wine import and distribution company based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, currently bringing in beer and wine from Sicily and beer from Malta. To find out more, visit them at pmbeverageimports.com and pmbeverageimports on Instagram. All right, that's out of the way now thank you guys so much for listening i am ready to go a lot of stuff is happening this month my birthday was friday saturday i did a brewery hop in westlake village we hit up figueroa mountain brewing company 14 cannons uh, five threads and westlake brewing and libations we had a blast and we drank lots of fantastic beer so y'all missed out some of you said you were coming and you didn't show up and I have two middle fingers for you <laughs> um, anyways it was a great time I didn't miss anyone really I'm officially 32 I don't like doing clubs and stuff for my birthday it's I, I, I didn't really like doing clubs and stuff when I was 21 like it's that has always, like, I, I had a group of girlfriends that I went out with, and every time we would go out to clubs, they wanted me to dress exactly like them. And I've always been a little on the thicker side, so what they were wearing were those super, super tight bodycon, like, mummy wrap dresses, and that just wasn't, I was not comfortable wearing that. That wasn't my thing. Uh, so I always wear, like, cute flowy skirts and maybe a tight top or a one-piece dress that didn't hug every inch of me and one day they were like you if you go out with us you can't you have to like dress like club style and I'm like I don't what the fuck is club style like I'm I don't like fitting into a specific category or label I'm gonna wear what I want to wear and if that's what clubbing is about uh, count me out so <laughs> um, I just like seeing my friends and sharing beer with them if that's uh, if that's all right I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate my birthday, so a big shout out to everyone who made it out and helped me celebrate. Uh, we had a lot of fun. All right, and let's see, what else is going on? Oh, I kind of hinted this on my Instagram stories. 
Um, but I am officially uh, one of the new bartenders at Lincoln Brewing in Burbank. So you guys should stay tuned for my schedule so you can come out and have a brew and come see me. Give me high fives and hugs. High fives and hugs are my favorite. Um, I'm really excited for this. The staff is such an explosive team. I feel like I know a lot of them already. <laughs> and um, I'm so happy to be a part of that team. So I hope you guys do come out. Some people haven't heard of Lincoln Brewing in Burbank. Um, they have a really phenomenal tasting room. Um, it's, it's really big. They have a play area for kids as well. They have cold brews. And I even hear they're doing a little something something with gummy bears. So you guys should come down and check it out. Who doesn't love gummy bears? Um, let's see. All right. Uh, I think before I get into the show, I do want to let you guys in on a little secret. I know you guys have heard of the Unfiltered Gentleman podcast. I've had them on my show before during live recording at Barrel House 101, which was a lot of fun. Shout out to those guys, Jason, a.k.a. Lucifer and uh, AJ. We had a great time. But uh, since having the Unfiltered Gentleman on my podcast, um, Greg is just a great, a great personality to be around. Um, since that did go so well, you can catch me on the Unfiltered Gentleman podcast doing a new segment called The Beer Tab with Francesca, a.k.a. the Sicilian Beer Kitten. That's me. Um, I'm going to be sharing bar stories with the gentleman and with you guys, so keep your eyes and ears open for that. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I look forward to doing stuff with them. Uh, all right, you guys, let's do this show. Here we go. Francesca Zoida, you guys, and this is my podcast, Beer Kitten Radio, where I talk about fun shit and beer. Today is a special show. I am known as a Sicilian beer kitten because I'm very, very highly in adoration of my heritage and anything that has to do with uh, anything Italian or Sicilian. Um, but today is special because I have beer that was sent to me from PM Imports. You heard about them at the top of the show. And um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to, to try some beer out of Sicily. And they sent over, PM Imports sent over 24 Baroni Brewery. So, guys, I do have a lot of bottles here with me. Uh, I have four big, big, they're like wine bottles, and you'll see a photo of them later. Um, so, I think I'm just going to have two of them and save some for another show. And I'm not going to go through a lot of these. So I might just open some and then save some for my roommates. So lucky for them. 
I do have to work later. I'm starting at Lincoln Brewing Company later today. Um, this is going to be a training shift for me. It should be a blast, though. It's going to be a party because I'm training with an old co-worker co of mine. Um, he's a lot of fun. It's just like a little teddy bear. So I'm very excited for this. So I can't get too wasted on my show. Um, <laughs> so I am going to be responsible, but I am going to slide right into 24 Baroni Brewery. Um, it's said to be a new and dynamic Sicilian business in Sicily and the only uh, brewery in province of Enna that produces craft beers. The brewery is situated in a wonderful hilly territory in Nicosia, Sicily. After reading a little bit of the brewery on their website, it, it brought me great joy that I am going to get to taste a little bit of Sicily because their goal is that they would like those who drink at 24 Baroni to taste a piece of Sicily. And so I'm excited to try these. Um, being Sicilian, I've tried to find Sicilian beer and my accessibility has been Peroni or Bira Moretti. And in my opinion, those are not really good at all. I mean, they, I, I, if I think the first time I had a Peroni, I felt like I was drinking ashtray water. Like people put their cigarettes out in, in the bottle. It's difficult for me to get through green bottled beers these days, and I, I feel like that's the snob in me talking. But yeah, I mean, it's it. My experience with my Italian beer has not been good. I guess I guess they fall under big beer as well, because Peroni is actually owned by Asai, and the Bira Moretti is owned by Heineken. So I guess uh, my taste buds did not allow me to drink shit beer, even though. It's from basically my heritage. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a bad interpretation. Um, so today is extre ex extremely special in that I finally got to try authentic Sicilian beer that was sent to me. Um, Italy is considered to be part of the wine belt of Europe. Nevertheless, though, beer, particularly in Italy and Sicily, is mass-produced in pale ales. It is traditionally considered to be an ideal pairing with pizza. And I think I did a little research on this. Since the 1970s, the pale ales are most common to be paired with pizza. Um, and I can confirm that a good pale ale goes really, really well with a really good pizza. Not pizza hut pizza, but like really good pizza. Um, I have a pizza place out here that I absolutely love, and it's shrimp scampi pizza, and it's it's uh, it's got shrimp like a spicy red pepper um, sauce and cilantro on it. And I know a lot of you are like shrimp scampi pizza. That's not Italian. No, it is. It's really good. Um, that's my favorite, and that comes from Johnny's Pizza. Johnny's Pizza, their wait time is stupid, stupid long, but it's almost worth it for that pizza. I really, really like that. Um, so. A lot of times people don't know what to pair Italian food with. Like it's, when people think of Italian, it's red wine, white wine. Um, but what do you drink with pasta dishes? Uh, and I am really excited to try. They sent me over, so I'll give you um, the list of what they sent me over. But I, again, I'm not going to drink both of them today. 
I have a one beyond that, which is that's a saison. And again, these are all from 24 Baroni. And I do have a Belgian Amber Ale, and that's a beautiful red bottle. And I'm going to try that one today. That's the Rosa. And the Bionda too is a cream ale with honey. I'm going to try that one as well. And the, the Nera, which is the stout. And these are all three of these. The Rosa, Bionda too, and the Nera are uh, all award winning. So that is very exciting and i can't wait to try these when i can drink a little bit more so <laughs> um right now i'm gonna dive right into the rosa so let me open that and the, again these are like really really big bottles i think they're 750 750 milliliters and Here we go, guys. I'm I'm sorry. I just opened the Rosa, and that's the Belgian Amber Ale. Um, let's give this a go. Um, it smells good. The uh, it's really roasty. It smells smoky, which is that's interesting for a red. Let's see. Here we go. Wow, ah, I'm so excited. That is officially my first authentic Sicilian beer. Um, that's really good, you guys. It's, um, that has, it's a, it's a, it's really, the head is really creamy on top. Um, it leaves like a very fruity and like a spicy uh, flavor on your tongue. And I get a lot of caramel in there. Um, there's actually, the hops on that are subtle. I like that, that's really good. Um, so with that, like I was saying earlier, I think the, what would pair well with uh, pasta dishes, it would be this Belgian amber red beer. Um, obviously not all of you are going to have access to this beer. I hope that you do. Maybe you can reach out to P&M Imports and get your hands on some of it. But this is, uh, yeah, it's really good. I would pair this with um, either red meat, um, maybe some cheese. This would go really well with a charcuterie board. And I know I'm not saying that right. I'm not French, I'm Italian. Uh, I think it's charcuterie if I'm being, uh, if I'm going to try, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would definitely do that with a meat and cheese board um, or... I don't know. I don't know if I would uh, maybe some mustacholi, mustacholi al forno. I like that a lot. That would. Um, I'm just gonna keep drinking here. Hang on. Yes, that is lovely. Um, again, that was the Belgian amber ale, and to go over the details of it, it's a six. 0.8% volume, 23 IBUs. Um, again, it was slightly smoky and very easy to drink. I liked it a lot. Obviously, the color is red. Um, 
the body on this I think I would go light to medium it's not super heavy sometimes you might get a little heaviness with red but this one wasn't um, and the caramel and fruity spiciness of this was um, quite pleasant so this I guess is what real Sicilian beer should be like so I really do got to get my ass to Sicily I'm uh, it's it's on my before I die list it definitely is what do we call that a bucket list sorry <laughs> being very literal um, so yeah I guess so one of the things that I did want to talk about is since Italian food is usually considered best paired with wine it's not common for us Americans to know what beer pairs best with especially with Italian dishes and um, so when when people first think of Italian food they think maybe ravioli uh, fettuccine alfredo spaghetti masticcioli al forno like I said earlier a tortellini they're all you know the carby main dishes um, and God knows I love them you can thank uh, my right thigh and my left thigh for all the carbs there um, so <laughs> no what I've said uh, but fish fish is also a very huge part of the Italian cuisine and uh, pasta and fish together forget about it one enough they I, I am a happy lady when it comes to that and fish fish dishes are um, a huge part of my childhood growing up and just over the weekend for my birthday I was at moon shadows and I gotta tell you I travel down to Malibu just for the barbecue squid and perfectly seared scallops and these were sitting in I think it was a creamy cilantro sauce and I died and gone to heaven it was so good <laughs> it was so funny I think I scared the waiter after I had finished the barbecued squid the lemon and cilantro olive oil like the dressing of the sauce that was on top had drizzled down to the bottom of the plate and um, what was left on the plate we uh, we had some bread at the at the dinner table and when the waiter saw that the squid was gone he came to take the plate and I said don't you dare and I'm like breaking the bread in my hand and I need to use this bread to clean up that sauce and uh, he kind of looked at me like I was a crazy person and the waiter came back and the plate was like licked clean and he's like is it okay if we take this now is it safe I said yeah it's all right um, anyways I've always been uh, a member of the finish your plate club so if anybody knows me and we're out don't don't be alarmed it's all right I haven't been starving my whole life clearly um, but yeah, I'm not ashamed Oh, and uh, for dinner, they specially made black squid ink pasta with crab and lobster. Just like my grandmother used to make. It was absolutely delicious. I tell you, that was also one of the most emotional episodes of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown. And I do want to give you a little bit of a story. It just, it seems so, it was all very real in the moment. I look for squid ink pasta wherever I go and nobody really has it and I go to a lot of Italian places out here that are supposed to be authentic Italian but nobody really has the actual squid black ink sauce there so they can make any pasta with it um, so that was a huge treat but I'm sitting here 
thinking about, and this is my birthday, I'm at dinner, I'm eating, and I'm looking outside over the ocean. And um, I was thinking about the, the episode when Anthony Bourdain went to Sicily, and he showed us all how they made squidding pasta. And I think it was season two, maybe episode four, five, or six, I'm not entirely sure. Um, and I was, I was sitting in the bathtub this was like me time. And I was sitting in the bathtub. I was single, a uh, couple, what was this? I'm alone in my apartment, right? And I'm sitting in the bathtub with a glass of red wine and parts unknown propped up on my tablet. I've got some candles lit. And I hadn't seen anybody make squidding pasta since I was a kid. And I was watching my grandmother make it and uh, it was it was kind of those things where it's out of sight, out of mind. You don't really think about it. You you had it when you were a child, but you don't think about this until somebody brings it up and then it all comes crashing down on you. And there I am, there I was. I was naked in my bathtub crying while I watched Tony Bourdain eat pasta. I mean, at the moment, I was a little embarrassed, but looking back on it now, that's love. And it just reminded me Anthony Bourdain died on my birthday. I was there unintentionally eating that black squidding pasta, knowing about that episode. It all just kind of fell into place and on my lap. And I was sitting there staring out into the ocean. And I remember saying to uh, Anthony, you know, wherever you are, I hope you're at peace. So just taking a moment now, most of all, we're talking about Italians and food and, and all that passion. Um, Tony Bourdain taught us love of food and uh, culture so rest in peace to you and so we're gonna move right on <laughs> before I get emotional um, yeah so along with Bourdain food is a huge passion of mine and so it's only natural that I make it a point to pair food with my passion for craft beer um, and at the top of your head, what would you pair like calamari with or maybe shiopino? Shiopino is like a mixture of seafood and like a tomato broth. So it's soup, but like a lot of, a lot of seafood in it. You'll get like calamari, mussels, clams, fish, hopefully some octopus. And that's just, it's amazing. Um, so for that, I think for like a, a shiopino or a fish diet, you would maybe want to go with, uh, I don't know, maybe the rosa would be good or the saison would be good with fish as well. Um, but the second one that I have here is the Bionda and that's the Bionda too. And I've talked about cream ales on one of my last pod podcasts and this is a cream ale with honey. But what I'm excited about this one is it's the characterized by the addition of Sicilian black bee honey. So it's basically a little bit of a bitter taste, but very refreshing and moderately alcoholic. So we're going to try this now. And it's a cream ale inspired to the American light lager characterized by fermentation with ale and typical pilsner lager yeast um and let's see let's open this baby up okay 
A jasmine flower a little bit there definitely get like fresh cut grass maybe that's the hops um, this has like a, obviously a yellow color um, you guys will see pictures of this too so this is uh, let's give it a go I'm gonna taste it I, that is a little more bitter than I expected. Um, again, I think it's the whole cream ale with honey uh, that sets your brain to think that it's gonna be a little sweeter, but that, I mean, it's good, it's really good, but it's, um, it's uh, surprisingly more bitterness, like a, almost like an IPA than, than uh, an ale for me. Um, it's a light. Yeah, it's it's a pleasant bitter. I'll say that. I don't want you to think that it was uh, it's gross bitter. The aftertaste is 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 bitter hops, and uh, but it's fresh, and you definitely get the the honey in there, um, and it's very drinkable. Like I wouldn't. It, it's just it was just surprising at first, but I can definitely keep drinking this, which is bad because I gotta go to work. I like it very good um, yeah it's very persistent that one the persistency is strong with that one um, uh, but yeah I would definitely pair this one with some fresh cheeses um, maybe some risotto with a little white wine sauce um, and definitely the fish fish maybe some bass maybe some smoked bass with a little side of risotto yeah this is this is all really good um and i'm i'm really tempted to open up the other bottles because i want you guys to i want <laughs> i want you guys to go through this little journey with me but maybe that'll be a part two episode um i really i hope to do a segment in the future where i talk more about food and beer um together um, and now I'm really hungry. So, um, I am extremely grateful for PNM Imports for giving me the opportunity to try these amazing beers and to taste a little bit of Sicily. Um, that was truly, truly an honor. And I'm, I'm hoping to get back into maybe a live, what do you guys think? A live video of, I'm not going to cook and drink, but maybe like a prepared meal and, um, Maybe we'll have a, a little showdown of beer and food pairing. Um, so that's uh, that's where I'm at, you guys. I think uh, I'm going to try and keep these a lot shorter. I do know it's a lot easier to swallow a 30 or 45 minute episode than it is to get through anything that's over an hour. Um, so don't forget, we do have the LA Beer Week kickoff this Saturday, June 16th, that the uh, LA Beer Week is proud to be the home of the largest ever showcase of independent craft brewers within LA, uh, LA County. So um, it's presented by the Los Angeles Brewers Guild, and the event will be hosting 85 independent craft brewers including the largest showcase of independent breweries within the LA County. 
Um, for one week, local breweries, which is, this is so, LA Beer Week is one week local breweries, bars, restaurants, and other venues host events celebrating the culture of craft beer in our community. And that's incredibly rad, you guys. We've come quite a long way. Um, you can get tickets for LA Beer Week at uh, www.labeerweek.org forward slash tickets. Um, let's see. I don't think I have any other news for you. Um, Beer Kitten Radio has officially been submitted to iTunes for review. I, uh, with the help of a dear friend, uh, Wiley with the Booze League, he helped me with my, uh, my new logo. So I had my artwork and I was able to submit that over to iTunes. Um, also new merchandise is coming soon for Beer Kitten Radio. So if you guys are interested in that, I do have Beer Kitten pins available in unicorn purple and of course, Italian flag colors. Um, so yeah, big thank you to the Booze League and um, the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Don't forget to catch me on there. I think it will be sometime next month in July. Um, also, let's see what else, what else, what else. And once again, thank you again to PNDM Imports for the beer. I am going to finish these up and get ready for work where I start my new job. And um, that brings me to the closing segment of Beer Kitten Radio, where I play one of my favorite songs from a local band. Um, and I discovered these guys at Maui Sugar Mill performing, um, and we had a great time. I was very surprised. They're a little reggae, blues, and country all in one. Um, so this is Drinkard, and uh, it's like drink hard, but without the H. <laughs> Um, I think I started playing them already. Just give me a sec. So yeah, I'm sorry, you guys. It's uh, th the band is called Drinkard, Drink Hard Without the H, and they are out of Los Angeles, California. So this is uh, Drinkard and their single Can't See. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Times I wish